Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode two of the Mobile Tech Podcast. Today, we have Megan Poirier and Kevin Bird, two industry legends from both sides. So let me pull them in here, and we can kick this off. Well, first off, thank you so much for joining me to this afternoon. Um, Kevin, Megan, why don't you guys give us a brief overview of who you are, how you got into the industry, what you've done, and uh, Kevin, why don't you kind of start there? Um, okay. Uh, my name is Kevin Bird. I've been fixing dents for about 30 years. Uh, I got into it just honestly, it was a friend of mine said I thought I'd be good at this and and I kind of went with it. I'm like, actually, I said no at first and then he talked me into it, told me uh, a few things that could about PDR industry and I trained for several months and, and uh, a year later I thought I was really good and uh, only to go out there and realize that I was not. <laughs> And here we are, 28 years later, 29, whatever. So, but anyway, uh, I live in Tampa. I uh, still run a route and uh, have several guys I like to work with. Love to network. And uh, yeah, here we are. So. Nice. And Megan? <laughs> uh, I've been doing this, for, I think, for about 23 years now. Got into this, I'd say, by accident. Wasn't a planned industry, but I'm happy to be here. Happy to be um, here. Started out a long time ago, helping build the website for AutoGeek, and then kind of went from there. And now I'm at CarPnB over in Lincoln, not too far from him. Awesome. Awesome. Well, obviously, you both obviously have been so so over these past over these past years, what's been your largest change in industries you started that you've seen that you've seen in those times? Uh, I'm getting some reverb. Are you guys hearing that at all? Yes. Yes. Okay. Megan, well, Megan, what has changed your scene in your industry since you've been there for 20 plus years? I can answer that, but I'm still getting a bunch of bounce back, too. Are you, Kevin? Are you, Kevin? Mm hmm. Let me try something. Let me try something. All right. Can you guys hear me now? Can hear you now. That's better. Okay. Better? <laughs> okay, cool. Okay, so let's start then with these 20 plus years of experience you both have. Megan, what's been the biggest change in the industry that you've seen? I think for the detailing industry, the largest change would be just the different attitude that has come about with detailers. You know, it wasn't, um, I don't feel like they got maybe the respect they deserved years ago. Now that's become a little bit more of a trade people, you know, I worked hard to, you know, it's, it's, I think training helped with that. And Kevin will probably say the same thing with his industry. But, you know, when I first started out, you know, detailers, it wasn't a respected industry for them because people think, think they made money. Little do they know, you know, that this is an industry that people are just killing it on. Um, so it's changed a lot in the fact that, you know, the professionalism's grown. Uh, I think the IDA has a lot to do with that. 
Um, networking is a lot better than it was back in the day. People didn't like to work together. You know, they thought if they were a detailer in the same town, then, you know, they needed not speak, let alone, you know, give any business to anybody. So I think everybody started to learn that networking brings them, you know, a little bit better in the world of business. And also just the whole fact of everybody getting the proper training, um, it validates the industry for everybody. So I think it's definitely grown. It's in a much better place. Interesting. And Kevin's yours kind of look like that too in the PDR world? Very similar. I will say there's crossover because not everyone knows this, but Megan and I have been friends for many years. Uh, they had a detail fest and auto geek through, you know, back then it was a big party and uh, they needed a dent guy and someone uh, famous <laughs> referred me to Megan and said, why don't you use my dent guy? He's, he's pretty good. And uh, I went down and we became friends and, and uh, it, it was such a great event that the crossover between dent and uh, PDR and, and the detail side, I think we've kind of grown all of that with Mobile Tech Expo together as uh, networking and, and whatnot. So yeah, I think the professionalism, the networking, the education, training, obviously it all comes into play and here we are you know, several years later, uh, trying to, I think, steer this in the right direction. So, yeah. Awesome. Have you guys seen a lot of, you know, technology move things along in this, you know, with the training? I know a lot of the like mobile tech's all in-person and all that, but have you seen technology really make a big influence in your industries? Because I know with like buffers and everything, it's probably a little different than the bars themselves, but um, I don't know, Megan, have you seen that make a being a big impact in moving things and also on the education side? Absolutely. I, I think technology just makes it more available for everybody. Um, you know, I, I see a lot of people that actually do trainings remotely, you know, certifications, um, you know, technology. I, I sat on a board meeting the other day with IDA and, you know, we've got people in different countries and we're all sitting on a meeting together you know, it's just a lot of things have changed over the years. And I think not just technology that way, but technology in terms of, you know, the advancements of the industry, the products, what we're seeing, um, you know, it's definitely things have moved. You know, I can remember first mobile tech expo I was at, I think was Clearwater. And if I think about the products we were selling then opposed to like what's going on now and just even outreach, you know, being able to get people to the show, we have so much more at our access now just to reach out to people. So definitely the world's changed and I don't think it's hurt the industry at all that it's been changing. Yeah, and the detailer products have just come so far. It used to be, you know, your car, my black car would get hit by like a sprinkler and it would just have those water spots for life. Now with ceramic coat just washes right off. So I, and we've seen such crazy advances in the past five years. It's really fun. But Kevin, how's it been with more of the physical tools that are, you know, just pure metal and plastic? Uh, yeah, technology wise, it, it's amazing. I mean, there's so many advancements and it's it's changing constantly. I mean, uh, plus there's more tool companies. I mean, there's more guys with great ideas that push them into, uh, you know, fabrication. What guys don't probably know is from, from start to finish, a fabricated tool could take, you know, over a year. Uh, to, to get to market. So, and that's tough because, you know, they, they might not understand that side, but they're like, Hey, I have a great idea. Uh, and Hey, bring those ideas. You know, I mean, it's, if it's a great idea, then someone 
is definitely going to be thinking about it. And I think with glue, new tools, new rods, new tips. I mean, we went from using spring steel and uh, leaf springs to what we have now, which is, you know, hard anodized, uh, super sturdy, strong tools, which is, it's, you know, it's constantly going in the right direction. So. Awesome. So based on what you've seen so far, then what, what do you guys, you know, in your genius brains, you, you legends of the industry, what's next? Like what's the next big thing that's going to happen to your respective industries? And maybe it's a secret, but I would guess that you two would know. So Kevin, why don't you take a stab at that? Uh, you know, I think with the advancement of, of social media pushing um, not only training, but also the networking side, you're seeing a lot of people work together. And I think you're going to have, uh, I mean, there's always going to be people working behind the scenes to push any industry, but uh, PDR and I'm sure detail is no different where people are making decisions that affect the entire uh, industry for the positive, uh, hopefully. So I think with the new training and, and tools, I think you're really going to see, um, you know, some really good people working together to advance, to make advancements. And that could be on the tool side, could be technology. Uh, but I think that you're just going to see just uh, in the next, you know, three to five years, uh, especially with the way the car business is, you, it's going to change for the better. So. And what do you think, Megan? I, <laughs> I think what the detailing side is going to see a lot of is it's the technology of the car paint is changing, you know, where we're at now, the post story were 20 years ago is completely different. You know, I think chemistry is constantly changed or challenged to chase the change is really what goes on. So, you know, what is going to be next? You know, we've done the graphene, we've done the ceramics, you know, what's the next, you know, step or what's the next product that's going to come out that's going to help people, you know, keep their vehicles looking great. And, and I think too, even like what, you know, Kevin was said, I'm not a huge social media fan, but, you know, social media is a great platform for these people. You know, I see all these detailers posting, you know, their details, they're using it then in turn as a marketing source. So I think people are learning, you know, to spend a little time in the office, you know, being a detailer is not about being in the garage all day. You know, they have to learn how to run the business. Otherwise you'll be out of business. So, I like to see that, you know, there's a lot more people getting a little bit more involved in the marketing and the running of their business, you know, which obviously will then keep them in business. So that's just kind of some of the things I've seen over the past few years. And I think we'll keep progressing. Yeah, for sure. You know, like at MTE, we obviously push the business and marketing education so hard to make sure that, you know, these great detailers and PDR techs can stay in business. But I guess a, a slight follow-up to that. Is there anything you're seeing that slight, like kind of scares you? Any new technology or anything that just like, this could be weird if it worked or this is going to tear people apart. Is there anything you guys have noticed that just, you know, keeps you up at night? Uh, Kevin, is like, that, I was going to say, Kevin, is that the car that the dents <laughs> suddenly spring back out on? <laughs> the, the Saturns, the plastic Saturns from the day. <laughs> You know, today, today I got someone asking, like, well, it's something small. It looks like you can just suck it out. And I, I replied, I'm like, sir, I'm sorry. We don't suck, Dan. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Um, but you know, plastic, uh, regardless of the cars that are plastic, aluminum, aluminum's tough. It's, it's, you're pushing three or four times harder than you would on normal steel. Uh, and then you have high strength steel and then now we have electric cars. So we're definitely seeing advancements, not only in the car side, um, but the way the automobiles are built, the, the price of automobiles, you know, so clearly if, if guys are smart, they'll look at the price of a car and not what someone makes. But you, you can have to adjust your pricing based on, uh, you know, what what the car is made of. And I think that technology is taking you there with different apps and pricing guides at this point. So, gotcha. so the guys are dealing, me up at night. But. <laughs> well, they're, they're dealing with the problem. It's just they're having to charge more to the end customer on the yeah. Tesla and the everything else. It's all aluminum now. Yeah, they are. And Which then, they should. So, I know there's the whole deal. There's a big thing right now with all the cars having all these computer sensors and all the safety problems. And if you know if you're in there pushing and you mess up a cable, you could, you know, throw engine codes and all that. I know there's classes for this, which is great. But are are people worried about this? Are they taking it serious, or is it just kind of hope for the best? <clears throat> uh, yeah. On my end, yes and no. You know, for I mean, I've been doing it. Uh, obviously a long time. I know the cars that I'm working on. Uh, I get to know, know not only uh, the inside of those panels, but I know the car. So if I'm working on with Ford, I know those the inside of the Fords. I know the material. Uh, same with Toyota. So I mean, I, I get to know the different brands that I'm working on, whereas I don't think a lot of brick and mortars might have that because they're going to take a job that comes in off the street like, oh, here's a Range Rover. Here's a Tesla. Here's a Ford. So they they have to constantly be up to date on what they're doing. Um, whereas someone that, you know, does route work and auction work, they really don't have to uh, take those extra initiatives on, on the training side. So. Interesting. Well, Megan, is there anything on the detailing side like that? I know like window tenters are running into issues with Tesla's when they first started because they were getting water down in the, you know, the window areas and then causing them to like brick the car somehow. But have detailers really encountered many problems with all the new technology and cars that's out there right now? Uh, we have not heard anything. You know, it's really anything that they're touching, it's covered. You know, obviously we're not engine bay cleaning now on a Tesla. So, you know, <laughs> right. you just kind of stay away from those things. But no, you know, there's, it's, it's all, you know, everything's covered that they're touching and I just, I don't think it really affects them as much. Okay. I mean, that should make sense. Definitely. No, I, everything's getting the PPF and ceramic coat and you're, you know, you're applying ceramic coat on the PPF and all those fun things, every way to make more money. But it's, it's very interesting to see how the world's changing with these EVs and hybrids and all that. So I guess the next question then is in all your knowledge, you've seen the past, you have an idea of the future, would you still be doing this today? And would you recommend someone else enter the industry now on either side? And Megan, why don't you take a step? <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I would, it definitely wasn't my plan, but I can't see doing anything different than what I do. Um, I'll tell you, it's a lot has to do with the people that you meet. And, and to me, you know, you have to get up and work every day, no matter what. So you might as well enjoy it. I enjoy the industry. I've met some fabulous people. I mean, I met Kevin, but you know, we won't let that hold against him. <laughs> you know, 
but there's so many people like Kevin, you know, we've become family friends, you know, love his wife, you know, met all the kids. Those are the kind of things that this industry, you know, has allowed me. Um, I've been all over traveling. I've met some amazing, famous people. Um, but really, I get to get up every morning and not hate going to work. So, no, I wouldn't change a thing because I know so many people that just absolutely dread going to work. And, you know, for me, I, I that's not a day that I have had. Wow. That's awesome. And then would you still recommend someone new entering the industry now knowing what you know? I would I would say it, it would be better now than it was 20 years ago. Uh, 20 years ago, if you had asked me that, I'd say no way. You know, the industry was struggling. Um, you know, there was a lot of, you know, just disagreements among people that should be networking instead, you know, not getting along. I think vendors didn't get along, you know, back in the day. Uh, now, it doesn't matter what brand you are. You know, I'm really good friends with a ton of other people that, you know, that technically people would consider, you know, that I compete with, but we just don't look at it that way. I think we look at it as we're all a family in this industry. Um, we look out for each other, you know, behind the scenes, we actually help each other out. So, you know, no, it's back in the day. No, I would not have recommended it, but now definitely. So I think we're exactly where we should be right now in terms of how we treat each other, how we're running businesses, how we're educating and training people. Um, I think this is probably one of the better places this industry's ever been. So, you know, definitely a yes. Awesome. That's so great to hear. And to see like it shows like MTE and others where you see competitors and people in different industries talking at the bar, you know, sharing a drink, little flowers in them and all fun stuff, <laughs> just relaxed and enjoying each other and, you know, wanting to learn more and better everyone and better the industry. So Kevin, do you have uh, anything different than that? Or would you never do this again? You know, <laughs> I would never do that. I hate this. Uh, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, you know, I would definitely go get into detailing. I mean, it's, I think it's amazing. <laughs> Even like that. <laughs> um, no, I, I think uh, there's so many variables and, and avenues you can go in, in any business. I mean, both of our respective businesses. But, um, you know, if you want to do retail, then do retail. If you want to do uh, wholesale or, or route work or hail work or auction work. I mean, there's so many different ways to go. Um, but, you know, Megan hit it on the head. The way we are now with each other, not you know, in, in our industries is so much different than it was 20 years ago, 30 years ago. I mean, guys were hiding when I first met them. And I'm like, it's okay, I don't bite. I mean, if, if I can help you be better, you know, as a person or a tech, then I, I'm gonna do that. And I think that's just, uh, you know, it, it takes all of us to, to come to terms and, and be, be good to one another. So now I would tell guys that, hey, if you wanna get in this business, get in, but do it the right way, get trained, uh, get trained one-on-one -on -one by, or, or, you know, even go to a really good trainer and then have a mentor, you know, have, uh, do an apprenticeship. Um, but stay up with the times because a lot of these older guys, uh, I mean, they're going to, they're going to retire, you know, uh, and what are they going to do with their, their old businesses? So, um, anyway, but Hey, uh, are we going to do a, another detail fest, uh, switching gears? <laughs> I don't know, Megan, what are you thinking? I'll get back to you on that. 
Those were, by the way, those were so fun. Uh, but speaking of which, way back when, I would go, you know, I would go there, and I, I wasn't in that. I didn't do work in that that town. So guys would show up that were dank guys, and they would be like, "Who's this guy? <laughs> Why is he here?" <laughs> and then we met, and of course now we're all still friends to this day. But uh, yeah, um, I would recommend people uh, get into the business, but do it correctly don't don't just go in and start undercutting guys because you need the money you know that's that's the wrong way to do it so don't get the as seen on tv suction cup for the dents that's not the way to do it (laughs) all right we're gonna take a real quick break here for today's sponsor and be right back today's podcast is sponsored by pdr expo Join us in Las Vegas, Nevada for two days of networking, competition, and shopping with tool manufacturers. PDR Expo is taking place September 15th through the 16th at the Plaza Hotel and Casino. You can register to attend at pdrexpo.com. There we go. Excited for that next week. Excited to see Kevin down there. Me too. Getting into trouble on Fremont Street. All right. So final question, completely unrelated to anything. What would be your WWE entrance song or like, you know, movie theme song? So Megan, what would, what's your jam? Well, I'm, I'm going to have to say to start this, I, I am a New Englander, so, and I'm a huge Red Sox fan. So mine would definitely be Sweet Carolina. Oh, all right. Get the whole crowd sing with you. Good. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Kevin. All right. That's. It's hard to follow, uh, so I'll just go with, um, you know, I, I, I love this song. It's uh, I think it's funny. It's uh, I'd go with Kid Rock, uh, Cowboy. Yeah. <laughs> just the start of that song, you you know what it is, you know. It's, it's just fun. So, probably right. Awesome. Yeah. Well, guys, thank you so much for taking the time to be on today. I don't want to take any more. So just, uh, I, Kevin, I'll see you next week. Megan, I will see you in Look January. And thank you so much for everyone listening. Make sure you like, subscribe, and all those technology things. And we will see you in two weeks. Thanks, Thank guys. You.